Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Hello and welcome to the Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi podcast. My name is Carol Oyola. This month at Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi, we will be doing an amazing series and have amazing guests themed unashamedly his women living boldly for christ and if you follow us on social media on facebook on instagram and twitter at nairobi chapel and bakasi you will see who is lined up for this month now to kick us off is Cynthia Nyamai. She's one of Africa's best communicators as a journalist and public relations professional. As a journalist, she was the first Kenyan to be awarded the best upcoming business journalist in Africa by the Diageo Business Awards. Most of you may remember her as a business news anchor and reporter at KTN. Cynthia is also a representative of the Grasa Michelle Trust Women in Media as the chosen champion for Uganda. She is also the consultant of choice for many leading corporates and governments when it comes to media and marketing strategies. Her list of clients is extensive, from being involved in the Kenya, Uganda, and Nigeria political campaigns to top corporates such as Equity Bank, Kenjen, Kenya Association of Manufacturers, and many, many more. She is also a freelance writer for Forbes Magazine Africa and the Grasa Marshall Media Platform. During the pandemic, Cynthia found an opportunity in the crisis and started a live show on Instagram known as Conversations with Cynthia Nyamai with a guest list of CEOs and managing directors from various companies around Africa. Well, don't be fooled by this long list of achievements on her social media bios. The first words are child of God. She is not ashamed to profess Christ publicly. And that's what we're going to hear about today. So you can connect with Cynthia on her social media pages on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Cynthia Nyamai. Um, Cynthia, how was your childhood? We'll start from the beginning because just to yeah. understand and give context. So how was your childhood? Um, did you grow up in a Christian home? Were you the usual, just like the rest of us, African mm. Yeah. So I was uh, born in Mombasa uh, to Christian parents, and uh, my grandfather was a pastor. And um, later on, I'll bring it up why I just mentioned that. But my grandfather was a pastor. I grew up in a home where we had devotions. A lot of times when I'm reading the Bible, it reminds me of times my dad especially uh, would teach me uh, the Bible. Like I've been trying to find out the mysteries in the book of Esther, but it reminds me that the first person who taught me the book of Esther and the story of Esther was actually my dad. And uh, so, and I even went to a Christian primary school where every day we were taught the word of God. And every week we had to memorize uh, a Bible verse. And the first subject every day was uh, the Bible where we just didn't do CRE, but we actually studied the Bible. So that has, yeah. Uh, from when I was young, we, we all started with God. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Hey, wait, yeah. can you, me, <laughs> <laughs> <Getting> <laughs> learning the Bible. But so in terms mm -hmm. of getting into this career in the media, when mm -hmm. and why did you decide to become a journalist? 
I think I was very, one of the things I remember, and, and this is something these days I really uh, talk about is, is, is children, because uh, the word of God says that in the last days, God is really going to pour out his spirit. And we're going to see uh, young men and old men prophesy. Um, and for me, from when I was young, five years old, that is when I was born again, and I could clearly hear the Holy Spirit. Uh, and even then I didn't realize, but I used to tell people, you know why this is going on in your life? It's because one, two, three. Then I, I didn't realize until much older. Yeah. Uh, but when I was young, I used to tell my mom, you know, mom, when I grow up, I'm going to be very, um, I know I'm with people when I'd walk even in the streets, I was like, you know, mom, when I grow up, as I walk around the streets, people will know who I am. And that's so weird as a wow. five-year-old. And yeah. I used to sit and practice do, being interviewed because I knew that I was going to be someone who is well-known. And I used to tell my mom, you know, uh, I'll be a businesswoman. I told my mom, I'll be living with you until when I'm 40 and I'll be a businesswoman, I'll build myself and then I'll get married when I'm 40. Yeah. Um, and so when, so my vision was very clear of who I was and I used to do things knowing, you know, like I remember one time we had someone come to our university and he wanted models for an ad. And when he asked me, I said, you know, I can't be because very soon I'm going to be famous and uh, I need to make sure I have a good name. And for me, the excitement was not so much that I'm going to be famous. In fact, it, it, was, it wasn't a big deal. It was just, I knew that was going to happen in my life. Mm -hmm. So when KTN, the reason why even I wanted to work at KTN is because I knew, because eventually I'll have to build my business. I need to have a strong brand. So I pursued uh, KTN, I pursued the boss at KTN until eventually, and I was very clear, I'd even point INM building and tell my mom one day I'll work there. And people would tell me, no, you have to have the connections and everything. But my life, and it's something in children, when children speak about their lives, I no longer interfere uh, because I know children can hear God. Mm -hmm. uh, and when we put children in the right environment, uh, they will begin to truly hear God and to even mm -hmm. teach children, you know, uh, because for me, from when I was age five, I used to tell people about God. I'd call children and tell them, come, I teach you about God who is going to give their lives. I would lead them to, to Christ. Um, so in my life, I knew who I was going to be. And so uh, thanks to God. And so I pursued it. Mm -hmm. Though maybe later on, I got a bit lost, mm -hmm. uh, but that's how I, I, I joined uh, media. Oh, wow. So it's mm -hmm. interesting that you say that because even last month when Pastor Fred was talking about child children and how yes. um, that they can still hear God. And he was giving yes. the example of Samuel who had mm -hmm. God very yes. clearly. Um, yes. and so I agree that God, I mean, yeah. God can actually use children as young as they are. Um, yeah. It's amazing that you were speaking into your life without necessarily knowing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, which is so good. Yeah. Um, and mm. so you you built, you got into KTN, you built this, um, you're slowly building your brand, you're slowly mm. getting into this um, industry. And so 
you are high flying as far as we knew or as the people who are behind I mean people yes. screen the ones you're talking to we are thinking this yeah having it good for yes. ourselves and then yes. we just decided to vamoose yeah <laughs> <laughs> like where has she gone why yes. like, you know yeah. why would you leave something mm. so so why did you decide to leave the country and where did you go to so when I won, so when I wrote my, so unfortunately, I know in some ways people, I would say, you know, sometimes people are like, Cynthia, you can be a bit boring, but my life has been very well planned uh, because there are agreements that I have made with God in my life. The number of people I'm going to reach out, the time that we have is short. So I, I, when I was writing my, my CV to KTN, I told them that my objective is to be the best in Africa. So after, and I knew, in fact, the day I joined KTN, I was like, now we need to think about our exit plan. I cannot be here for more than five years. Yeah. So I said, let me calculate and maximize how I'll maximize my time here and how I will grow fast. Mm -hmm. So I calculated and found the number of hours. We were picked eight people at that time. So I said, I have to move faster than them, at least five times faster. Mm -hmm. So I calculated the number of hours each of them used to work. And then I was like, uh, I found a way to work five times uh, harder and even more hours than all of them. Mm -hmm. So I quickly rose within one year. I had my own TV show, which is very rare, uh, a show called Enterprise Kenya. Uh, and then I became a news anchor. And then after five years, as I had said, and I remember the first meeting we had with the CEO, I told him, I've just come here to see and to conquer. Uh, and when I conquer, I will leave. Yes. Um, so when I won the Diageo Award, uh, because I'd said I wanted to be the best in Africa and I won the best upcoming uh, business mm -hmm. journalist, I knew my time is up. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was doing, you know, side businesses uh, in PR. A lot of CEOs that I would meet anytime they would have a crisis, they would call me up. Uh, and the other thing, again, being aligned to God. Mm -hmm. And I really thank God because in between them, my walk with God was not as close. Mm -hmm. But there is just something, you know, he lives in us. So yeah. something just begins to tell you I'm no longer happy it is time to leave God has something bigger and greater and when I was leaving everyone was like how can you leave mm. because even my boss stayed with my resignation letters for a month they called me back again and they said you know we have not given HR uh, we were giving you time to really think this through you can still come back to work like nothing happened oh, wow. uh, but then something in me was like no 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 we must leave there they even increased my salary they doubled it but I was like I have to leave mm -hmm. um and when I remember that day he told me this is your final chance when I left I was so happy and I could feel and people were like oh my goodness you're leaving the fame even business people were like you know people now only like you because you're famous you can give them access to media when you leave that's it mm. um but I knew in me, and sometimes there's this thing in me, I just know and I know and I know this is the direction uh, that God wants me to take. And no matter what people tell me, 
that's the direction I will take. Um, so, and I knew anyway, I was here to build my name, build my brand, and then go out there and start my, my business. So I started a PR company. Uh, and then in one year late, I was working with corporates, but in one year I started working with TNA, which later became Jubilee. And then uh, worked on, uh, on, on their communication campaigns. And that's where God opened a certain uh, door. And it's quite interesting how even that job came up. I, was, I used to attend Nairobi Chapel. So we want, yes, so Pastor Oscar asked us to pray and fast for the nation as the elections were coming up. So I started praying and fasting and it's something I've come to learn anytime we pray for a nation, God gives us territory over those nations. Mm -hmm. And when I started praying, God just started opening doors. I would just be called for meetings, political meetings. Actually, I got off offers from both sides. Uh, ODM and 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 Jubilee, uh, and uh, but I knew I was very sure who was going to win the election. Again, it came from God, and it came from that fast that we had had with the with Nairobi Chapel. And then uh, after that, God would just open more doors. After that, he took me to Nigeria. Again, I was very clear which who was going to win that election. Uh, and I worked for Buhari's team or the APC party, went to Tanzania, uh, worked a bit briefly with also CCM. Uh, then it was Magufuli, uh, who was the candidate. And then after that, uh, Uganda, um, where again, it was also NRM and uh, President Museveni. And um, so that's where I've been for the last uh, eight years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yes. you've had, you still, it's like, mm -hmm. um, in, in our eyes, we maybe think you disappeared, but of course, as you yeah. said, you were still um, living out your purpose, or you're still doing what you were called to do. Um, yeah. And so now you stayed in Uganda for a while, because I remember even, because mm -hmm. we're social media friends, so I knew you were in UG for a while. Yes. Um, yeah. And now you've moved back home. So now, yes. like, why did you decide now to return? So now we know the why. <laughs> you <Yes. went> out. <laughs> and so why, why did you come back home? And are you here to stay, or are you still on the road? <laughs> I'm asking God to allow me to stay, um, but I have a feeling, uh, or rather from our conversations, uh, it looks like there will still be a bit of trouble, but Kenya will be my, my, my base um, for a while. And um, the reason why I came back, I came, for a very long time, I really wanted to come back. Mm -hmm. uh, but God was like, no. And I think in Uganda, he wanted to train me and he, will, he, he put me sort of in hiding mm -hmm. uh, to teach me a few things uh, and uh, to prepare me for my next level mm -hmm. uh, of life and where he is taking me. And uh, so there I had... Uh, my career really grew there, but also that is where my walk with God took mm -hmm. a turning. Mm -hmm. um, and I was working for the government 
uh, worked for. It's amazing the places God can take you because then I was working with the, uh, I, I worked with the party and then also in government and the government there was essentially being run by the IGP, the Inspector General of Police. Um, being a military country, a lot of times it's the generals who run the country. Mm -hmm. So he was the second most powerful man and he was like, Cynthia will work in my office, mm -hmm. uh, which made me essentially quite powerful in Uganda. And people found that odd because I was a Kenyan. Mm -hmm. uh, and even Kenya would come, like I remember the president even they came to State House for his first official visit in Uganda. Uh, but even where I sat, it was obvious I was seated at the same table with the generals. It was obvious who I was and I was seated on the, I was placed to sit on the Ugandan side. So mm. everyone was like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, but I've come to learn that is how God loves showing off. His things don't make sense. Mm. They have, it, it is difficult to give it a human understanding. Yeah. He takes us to places I would never even have asked. I didn't even understand who generals, for example, are. Mm -hmm. uh, but he wanted me to work there to also understand who generals are in the kingdom of God. Uh, but for me, I was there, I was excited, I was building my career, uh, of course, enjoying the power and everything it comes with. Um, and then, unfortunately, my boss uh, had a the president had a problem with him and he was fired uh, and everything turned around. In fact, it turned around on a Sunday like today. It was so bad, I can never forget it. Mm -hmm. But everything turned around um, when he was fired. Of course, all of us were investigate, were being investigated. Uh, and unfortunately for me, again, I was the foreigner. But I really saw God's hand because in a situation like that, even your government, uh, it's difficult for your government to protect you. I was just in a weird place. Um, and I remember, and everyone in our office was being arrested. Uh, and I remember I used to even sleep with my clothes on so that when they come for me in the middle of the night, I'll be, yeah, if it's in the papers, I look at least yeah, and if you're, if you're slaying. <laughs> yeah, I'm still slaying. <laughs> and also when, you know, and I'm, and I do make sure it's, I'm dressed warm so that uh, in the cells, I will sleep warm. Um, but uh, that is when you have, you, I was so used to, when I would tell people I'm Cynthia Nyamai, my identity was my career. Like I would walk into a room, I would expect you, you should know my name, you should show the respect. And you know, I had all this, you have a bodyguard and you come in government cars and everything. So for many years, uh, and it started when I was working in Kenya, you know, working, doing those jobs comes with a certain protection. Mm -hmm. uh, and a certain image. So I always knew I can show up because I have backup. Mm -hmm. um, but my backup was the wrong backup. And when you'd mm -hmm. ask me who is Cynthia, I would talk more about, uh, you know, my, my career and the things that I have achieved. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I always had the protection. Mm -hmm. But here comes a situation where now your protection is working against you. Mm -hmm. uh, and nobody can save you. Uh, mm -hmm. And it made me so close to God. And um, we and uh, and I've began to 
understand who I am mm -hmm. uh, and read, really reading scripture. And I saw that uh, from Genesis 1, I have been created in the image of God. And mm -hmm. the reason why God uh, you know, brought me to this world mm -hmm. is to have a relationship with me uh, all these other things are just uh, by the way but it is to have a relationship with me and he put me on earth for a purpose and i began to understand even you know in the marketplace and i teach uh, which is uh, from Nairobi Chapel, there's a book on the marketplace. Mm. Uh, and I've been teaching those classes about the, the marketplace in, in Uganda and in Kenya uh, mm. for us to understand our purpose, why God allows me to work in governments yeah. is because uh, it's an appointment where he has given me uh, the territory of governments. Mm -hmm. It's important for us to understand our spheres of influence mm -hmm. and stay in your lane. Uh, so I began to understand that mine is in government, but God has given me that authority and allowed me in that territory for a purpose, which is to expand his kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, and also the other one he has given me is media and also he's given me um, also business. Mm -hmm. uh, but to begin to understand everything I do and the doors he has opened, it is not about me. I'm, even now I'm only breathing and speaking because of his power mm -hmm. uh, and he has appointed me to do some things. So during that time is when I spent a lot of, I think I've never prayed and fasted like that time, <laughs> yeah. uh, but my eyes beca became very clear of who I am and exactly what God has called me for. Um, and then, then is when I started remembering when I was, in, I was five years old, there are things I had spoken about my life. And God started showing me, you know, even my gifts. One of them is in the prophetic. Uh, and I remember a few years ago is when I started sharing a word from God from Ezekiel 21, 27, where it says, I will overturn, God says he will overturn everything. Um, and uh, God, and I kept on telling Christians, God is coming to overturn everything. Mm -hmm. And in that word, it says God will put the one who is uh, rightly supposed to be there. And what God has been saying in the last couple of years, he was calling us into repentance. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that he is coming to overturn the world systems. He's coming to overturn the churches. Look at the kind of church we are having right now. Mm -hmm. And God's presence is here. It is not about mm -hmm. being in four walls in a building called a church. We can feel God's presence. And that is what God has been saying. He's mm -hmm. going to overturn churches. Those who are not worshiping him in spirit and truth is going to to remove a lot of church leaders. He's going to mm -hmm. remove a lot of people in governments. Uh, we are going to see, we have seen leaders dying uh, last year. This year, we're going to see many leaders dying. Next year, we're still going to see many leaders dying. But God has been saying he's going to replace those people with born again Christians. And he's saying the harvest is full. Um, and that is why for me, I don't shy away from preaching the word of God because mm -hmm. there is a specific message he has for us. This church that we have right now and the Christians are being called to prepare for the coming of Jesus Christ. He's coming sooner than we... It, it, it is amazing. In fact, for me, I believe that uh, a lot of people uh, my age are some of the people who will meet Christ in there. Mm -hmm. And so we need to go out. It is a 
time to go out and preach and let people know because God would actually love to see the whole world going to heaven, that mm. everyone is born again. So mm. there is an urgent call to tell for Christians to understand who they are in God. In Genesis 1, when God created us, he gave us dominion. So we, mm. when we see political things happening in Kenya and they are going wrong, we need to ask ourselves, what is what are we doing as Christians? When mm. we see calamities happening in Kenya, there are locusts, I blame Christians. I'll not even begin to say it's mm. pastor so and so. No, 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 it is us. Why didn't we see God has really poured his spirit uh, when we pray for our nation, we should be able to see things that will happen this month, next year, in the coming years, when we see bad things coming, we should be able to pray against them. Uh, we should be able to every person we meet, tell them about the love of Christ. There's a battle for the families that is going on. We should be able to tell, you know, uh, parents, there's a battle for your children that is intensifying, learn how to cover your children, to speak life into them. Uh, even when in our workplaces, not all of us can be pastors, but God is moving in our workplaces. Uh, it, you know, their business has been shut down, but if you're working, you're employed somewhere, that place of your employment should not be shut down if you truly know God. And this God that we are serving right now is a God who really wants to show off. When there are calamities, there's a way God will show off and he shows off through him, his children. He manifests himself through his children. And so for me, I have this burden to, to share with people so that they also don't make the same mistakes that I made, but also to make sure everyone comes with me to heaven and for people to really live the life God has called them for. And we can live the life that we read, you know, in the Bible, that God of Abraham, he's still yeah. there, who can make us so wealthy that, you know, many years later, people read about our wealth, that God who healed a woman who had an issue of blood, he's still our Jehovah Rapha. So I can talk for hours and hours about God, so feel free to stop me. But no it is where my passion lies yeah. right now. And I yes. think it's important for people to see such a passion in somebody mm. who's um, in the marketplace. And I think mm. for very long, um, maybe Christians feel that, um, yes, God has placed me in the banking sector or yes. in the health sector or in the mm -hmm. sector, I don't know, whatever. And maybe yeah. perhaps they don't know how they can really profess Christ, even in the yes. marketplace and show and still live out Christ um, yes. in the marketplace. So it's amazing to see your passion come out because I can even tell it's that God had really, like you said before, God had worked on your identity. Yeah. And I think from yes. there, that's where now the root came where you realized, okay, clearly everything in my life has not just been about me. And yes. you had this sort of switch. So um, even seeing you on social media and how you publicly profess Christ is um, yeah. really important for younger people, mm. as you say, to see it. But what do you think really stops the young people from being representatives of Christ. You'll find somebody who's maybe, I don't know, maybe early 20s or even early 30s, and mm. they are born again, but mm. you only know they're born again when you see them in church. Yes. <laughs> or you see them worshiping in church or yes. perhaps, you know, in your Bible study group. 
But if yes. you went to their workplace or if you went to yeah. their social media pages, mm, um, mm. I'm, I'm not pushing people to like, you know, it's a must. Yeah. Have to many, but yeah. What do you think stops people from being able to say boldly that, hey, yeah. um, I love God and this is my testimony and this is, you know, he's every part of my being. What do you think stops people yes. from living boldly? I think it's a lack of understanding of who we are uh, and we should push people to speak of Christ because the, the word of God in Peter Christ is saying that if you're ashamed of me, even him, he will be ashamed of you. Yeah. Uh, and we cannot afford to be ashamed of Christ. We don't know who we are. We mm -hmm. think, and we have been teaching the wrong, you know, teachings about salvation. We have been teaching people the only reason why we get saved is to escape hell. So mm -hmm. once you're born again, you know you're not going to hell. That is it. It is enough. Yeah, you can keep be. quiet with your salvation. But yeah. the truth of the matter is, once you're born again, you're a vessel that God can move through. Um, God cannot come down to earth and suddenly move and do things. We'll get so scared. We cannot even contain or be able to carry that glory of his. If he was to come mm -hmm. to earth, so God moves through us when we want to see and that's why in your workplace if there is going to be a turnaround it will be through you people don't understand that they don't understand the power if you're going to there's going to be a turnaround in your workplace actually it needs your mouth to say I command that this company will not be shut down in the name of Jesus once you have said it it will not be shut down and you see even when we read for example the book of Daniel from chapter one we see Daniel purposed in his heart people don't want to do their work but mm. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would please God that he will live right he refused to eat the food of the king and how do we see Daniel now living his life later on in that chapter we see that Daniel was found to be 10 times better people are working to be 10 times better but they don't realize you can't do it without God again in John 15 the word of God Jesus Christ is describing the relationship we have with him and he's showing us how God is our source he later on goes to say that we, without Christ we can do nothing so people think salvation is just to escape hell, but actually it is the only way to live our lives. Mm -hmm. We cannot be ashamed. We need to proclaim who God is. We need to enter territories and put God in there. And mm -hmm. that takes reading the scripture, all these things. Now I know God in a different way. Yeah. Before the things I went through in Uganda, I was also that kind of Christian. See, I'm born again. See, I'm going to church. See, yeah, I give tithes and <laughs> Yeah, I had a checklist. Yeah. Uh, I was just being religious. I had no relationship with God. But when you have that relationship with God, you can't, it's like when you're in love, you can't hide, you know, mm -hmm. it's like your kids right now, they can't hide, we love mommy, we want to be around mommy, that is yeah. how it is, even with God, we want to assist mommy, when you're, you're truly in love with God, and when you find you're ashamed with God, check your life, are you really, really a child of God, you will not deny your father, you'll want to show off, even when you're in love with someone, I want to show them off, I want to talk of them i want to spend time with them um so it it i think it also it's it's also the things that god is trying to 
uh, help us relearn that mm -hmm. it is not about uh, just a religion. It's having a relationship with God. And by their fruit, we shall know them. Uh, mm -hmm. Something is wrong if you cannot talk about God. Mm -hmm. uh, and for me, I'm, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. I can't even believe I talk this way about <laughs> God. Yeah. But I believe the boldness to talk about God is a fruit of, you know, of, of who uh, I am mm. and it must show. Uh, and, I'm, and if I'm a child of God, that identity of God must show. And if you're not showing God, then you're showing something else. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, that something else is the devil. So you have to check yourself. Am I truly a child of God? Mm. And you said, it's mm. right, you said, you shall know them and you shall know them by their fruits. And now yes. I want to open this up because I am, uh, we usually call this a hangout. Um, mm -hmm. And we, I mean, uh, in case I don't want to lock people out and maybe they're burning, they're like, hey, I have had something from this day and I need clarification or they want to know. So um, if you can um, write your questions on the chat box or, um, and I'm opening up this to the rest of the participants you can either unmute yourself or um write on the chat, chat box any questions you have for cynthia um just before we wrap it up cynthia i'm just amazed at the passion you have for christ and it's really really um inspiring um, yes so anybody who has a question unmute or you can put it on the chat box Okay, people are being shy now. <laughs> oh, they're so used to my husband, Pastor Fred, that they're like, eh, oh, there's a thing on the chat. One second. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, it's been sent to me, but I'm waiting for him to to finish it up. Um oh, okay. <laughs> no, he started writing and then um, yeah, just one second. Okay. Anyone else with a question for Cynthia? Maybe just about her life and a walk with Christ that you'd like to know more of. And Karibuni Wanja and Winnie, who I see you joined in at some point. Okay. Hello. Ah, yes, Pastor. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Cynthia Santisana. I'm really encouraged. Uh, very few people have sat with presidents and still have the humility to sit with churches. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, when I hear your testimony, I'm really encouraged. Um, Neil, um, I, I think we need more. Like you said, we, we need more of guys who can come out really powerfully, really openly, especially in the workplace. Because one of the reasons I really enjoy these conversations is because um, we are only with church folk. Uh, for yes. <laughs> Yeah. If you have a couple of study in the week, it's maybe an hour or two. But mm. these are guys who spend Monday to Friday, maybe even Saturday, and travel with them, and we do life with them a lot. And so I'm really encouraged. And so you know, that point of view as guys to step up to, to be both yes. dominion, especially in the workplace, that is just mm. The Lord bless us. May the Lord bless us and encourage us to do that. Asante, Asante. Amen. Thank you, man of God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Pastor Fred, for your comments. And yes, you're open to comments as well. So, Cynthia, there's somebody who's asked on the chat box. 
I think they are having gone through seasons of discouragement or adversity. How did you keep the faith? You can answer that before we get to the next one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just actually looking at uh, the question. Um, you know, it, it, one, one of the things that I have come to learn is, uh, and I really thought now that I've really engaged with God, uh, that my problems would run away. Uh, and uh, that was not actually the case. Uh, it's only that now my view has changed uh, of life and uh, how to do life. But the, I always have even sometimes seasons where I am so discouraged, uh, but I've learned to lean on the word of God. One of the word that really encourages me is a word uh, from Romans 5, 3, chapter 5, 3 to 5. And it says uh, that not only so, but we glory in our sufferings because we know that uh, suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, right now, in fact, one of the things that has been very clear that God has been saying, we are going to go through a difficult time. Three years, last year, this year, and next year uh, will be um, a very, very difficult time, even for the Christians. Uh, if you notice, for those who have been in, in, in prayer and fasting, uh, this year fasting has been very difficult. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, but God has been asking us to still continue fasting. If you notice, uh, you know, even for businesses to be shut down, it, it's been a very difficult time uh, for people. But one thing I know is that uh, during these difficult times, it also gives me an opportunity to see God like never before. Uh, one of the things now I have been learning is to never take anything for granted and to ask God for everything. Uh, there was a day I was sharing on Instagram, I was brushing my teeth and I noticed my toothbrush was a bit hard and needed to get a new one. And God told me, ask me for a toothbrush. And I laughed because in my head, I'm like in my pocket, I have the money to buy the toothbrush. Yeah. Uh, and, but God was saying, I want to teach you a different system. You know, God is removing the old systems and bringing new systems. In this difficult time, it is important to understand the season and what God is trying to teach us. Ndio usi pitwe. Mm. what with what god is teaching us you know mm. once we are anything in life we are able to overcome then we have power over it mm. if you will notice even if you are an alcoholic uh once you're able to overcome it you have power over it yeah. physically and in the spiritual when somebody comes and they have the same issue you have the power to uh put your hands on their head and pray over it Mm. more than even somebody who has not gone through it mm. you know so someone who has gone through adversity there are powers you begin to learn god mm. teaches you things uh, i think sometime i remember sometime last year there was a woman who was going through a difficult time her child was sick and one time called at night because the child was in um icu mm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, God just told me, we are going to pray until when I tell you, you are done praying. So mm-hmm. I prayed until two in the morning and every hour God was giving me a word for that woman. Mm-hmm. But the amazing thing is, as I was praying, God took me to that hospital. The experiences I've had during difficult times that make me thank God. Mm-hmm. And during that time, he taught me how to that as a child of God, because I have been created in the image of God, I can speak over death. I can refuse with a life. And that day I went to that hospital. In the spirit, I said, we are holding on to the life of this child. This child will live long. This child will serve God. And in a few days, that child was home. Mm. Um, Those are things God taught me during a difficult time. Mm. Don't run away from times of adversity, times mm. of discouragement. In there, God wants to teach you the power that you have through him. In mm. there, God wants to teach you some certain uh, strategies of life. In there, there are verses God will open to you. You didn't know God exists. And they begin mm. to live in you. The word of God is so powerful when you allow it to live in you. Mm. And during those times of the, I've grown so much during my time of discouragement and during my time of adversity. Mm. Uh, that is when we become closer with mm. God because you have no one. When yeah. a child is sick, the only one you can cry to is God. When a child is in the best hospital, but they're in a coma, it is only God you can cry to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that helps to keep the faith. The other thing that I really call out uh, to Christians as, at this time, don't sh- churches might not be fully open, but don't shy away from such small groups. Yeah. God has really been working in small groups. Mm-hmm. There's a way God has been moving in groups. Even you're like, I've never seen this, uh, you know, in my church service. Don't mm-hmm. shy away from those groups. Uh, let's not even shy away again from having a prayer partner i've come to see the power of two one of the most powerful things in my life i know uh, is even husband and wife the prayers Mm. of a husband and wife are so powerful even me a prophet i cannot come against them Mm. why because of the power of two Find, have a prayer partner, be faithful to that prayer partner, pray with them, read the word of God with them, stand with them in prayer. Uh, And uh, there'll be your encouragement during those days you can't even, there are times we can't pray, your prayer partner will cover you in prayer. These small communities also give us an opportunity, the times when you're going through a hard time, they stand with you. Mm -hmm. uh so and so for me those are the things that take me through a difficult time to accept that yes as a child of god i will still go through difficult times but to enjoy uh the tools god has given me i have the holy spirit that can intercede on my behalf so Mm -hmm. is jesus christ interceding i know a god who loves me he only has good plans for me Mm -hmm. so it is important also that i stand with the word of god it is important that i also stand with others another thing i've really come to realize it is important to stand with people of authority stand Mm -hmm. with your pastors Mm-hmm. You know, stand stand with the women of God, stand with the men of God, honor them. Mm-hmm. Uh, during those times, there's a cover. During those difficult times, there's a cover and an mm-hmm. authority that only they have that mm-hmm. they can give you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the things that keep me strong and going during difficult times.
Oh, that is so encouraging. Thank you so much, Cynthia. And I think like lots of people have really been encouraged by your testimony. Um, somebody said, but they sent it to me alone. Um, thanks. She really encouraged me and I've picked up a good point, good points. Yeah. Faith, mm. thank you for sharing your testimony. I agree that many Christians do not understand the word. After understanding it, is when they can boldly speak it and boldly share it. Um, mm. there's just one more question, uh, two more questions, and then we can wrap mm-hmm. this up. So one okay. is somebody, I think, was very interested in the fact that you worked with presidential leaders. Um, yes. so they wrote it to me uh, a direct message and said, do you believe in the manifesto? Okay, having, been help, having helped presidential leaders, do mm-hmm. you believe in their manifesto in making the nations better? What's your view in some of the things that these leaders stand for? Um, so that's on your work on the political front. And then one more question was, um, so that you can finish them, what are your most defining moments and probably when you felt like you were in the desert place and God felt far off? Um, yeah, so you can maybe choose which one to answer first. Okay. Um, I believe, uh, you know, one of the things I came to realize when I was knowing uh, God, uh, I believe even when I sit with presidents and if a president does not know God, yes, there's an authority, a president has been given and that is why it is not good, you know, to mock presidents and there's an authority they have been given, a legal authority they have been given and they can stand uh, and interact even or transact in the spiritual anything we see in the physical first happens in the spiritual Mm -hmm. but they can interact they can transact on behalf of a nation they have that authority so I always respect that however I know there is a power that lives in me that is higher than even the authority they have been given Mm -hmm. so when I sit with them I know I am representing God I'm very clear. And that is why it is very important. We need to see more Christians in that political space. It is a painful space to be in. I have been hurt very badly by corruption in a very personal way. I went for four years without payment. Uh, So even as I speak, in some ways, I have paid the price. Mm-hmm. And that is why when I speak, I speak boldly because in those four years, I saw God. He took mm-hmm. care of me. I only started paying rent last year in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, last year in December, mm-hmm. uh, because God has been taking care of my housing. Now I live in a supernatural way. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as, yes, I make money, I've come, to, I put more of that money in ministries and other people's ministries. My mm-hmm. needs, God takes care of them. Mm-hmm. So even when people try corruption with me and say you will not get this job, I don't care because money is not from jobs. Money is from God. He is my source. Mm-hmm. And that is why God right now is teaching us a different way of living. We need to inject the kingdom of God, even in governments. When I walk in and I have not dealt in corruption, there is an authority, there is a protection I have in governments. Uh, And my doors have come to learn mostly open in governments. I'm going back to media uh, very soon in a few weeks. But again, God only opened it in a government Mm -hmm. and in a way that doesn't make sense. But uh, I've come to understand that I am in places to expand the kingdom of God. Um, 
And uh, one of the things I'm really calling out for Christians is in the next elections, we need to have more Christians. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. Uh, every and, and I've really been asking Christians every day from midnight to around five, find time to wake up and speak of our government, speak of our nation. I promise you that when you allow God, you know, prayer is an invitation to God to come and take over. When you invite God to take over this nation, you will see a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, he will give you territory. You begin to have, when, if you can transact in the, in the, in the, in, in the spiritual on behalf of our nation, you will find the next day your businesses, your workplace, things are opening up. Yes, you will also have some battles because of the places you're transacting in the spiritual, but victory is always promised mm -hmm. uh, for you. So mm -hmm. we need to wake up pray for this nation, speak over this nation. And when a policeman comes to you, you say no to corruption. You don't open those doors. How the same way the devil, God can manifest himself in this nation through us, the same way the devil manifests himself, it is through mm -hmm. us again. So we need to make sure he does not manifest himself in this nation. I have no further words. But just to thank you. Thank you so much. Um, this mm. has been so inspiring. You truly do have an anointing on your life. And just seeing mm. even your journey with God, the, the passion mm. you speak with is not a head knowledge kind of thing. This is something mm. you have experienced with God. And mm. we can see it. We can tell it. So your fruit is truly, truly coming out. And um, um, we're really encouraged and we're really honored and humbled that you spent your time to share your passion and knowledge with us and for us to see Christ in you.